Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, everybody. It's Lara for Sidewalk Talk. I'm here with Justin Love. And we're going to get started. Let's get started. You grew up in Cliffside Park, New Jersey. Cliffside Park, New Jersey. Can you tell me what it's like growing up there? Um, it's not a lot that goes on in Cliffside. Mm-hmm. Other than whatever happens in school, you know, I guess school was, I guess, the best part of Cliffside Park. There's, there's not a lot. There's not a lot that really happens over there. Um, I feel I mean, like no I, one says that. Like, yeah, I mean, the best part. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not the best part, but that's just where all the kids were, you know, mm-hmm. like, Cliffside Park, how, how can I explain it? I don't know. I wish there was more soul. I wish there was more creative programs in Cliffside mm-hmm. Park, you know, as to in LA, there's so much creative things going on and so many outlets for creatives. I just... I want to bring it. I want to bring that and present that to Cliffside Park. I want to make sure that Cliffside Park does have creative programs, music programs, and you know, just other programs instead of just sports. You know. So you would actually like think about making an initiative for the future? Yeah, no, for sure. That's I actually, I actually did go back to Cliffside Park and I spoke to my first grade teacher, who's now a principal, mm-hmm. and. Um, She's she's gonna help me put together this music program for the schools really? in the middle school and high school. So, you know, we can create some producers, engineers, some DJs, mm-hmm. and make those actual electives in the school program. That's sick. You know, you're Puerto Rican and Cuban and Chinese and just like a bunch of things. Like, did your family move to New Jersey, or did you, or were they born there? Um. Both my parents were born in New Jersey, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. My dad is actually the Puerto Rican, Cuban, and Chinese one. Oh. And, and my mom is fully Puerto Rican, so I'm more Puerto Rican than anything. Your dad's like a total mutt. Yeah, he's a mutt. He, cool. He's a mutt, created a mutt. Yeah. A mutt. <laughs> what, do you, uh, what do your parents do? My dad is, uh, he's about to be the general manager at one of the facilities at Goya Foods. Uh-huh. You know, Goya. I've heard of Spanish. Yeah. It's like a Spanish food company. They have beans and rice mm-hmm. and all the most beautiful foods in the world. Isn't that like one of your favorites? Like beans and rice, rice and beans, empanadas. Rice. Oh my god, I'm salivating. <laughs> yeah, empanadas sound pretty big right now. I'm hungry. <laughs> but uh, my mom is a hairstylist. She does hair mm-hmm. and makeup, and shit, she's one of the best. Yeah. yeah does she ever do your hair? Yeah, she trims my hair. Mm-hmm. I remember reading that you like listen to Boys to Men and oh, yeah. Run DMC and all that. Uh-huh. Like, was your family playing that music, or was it you who found yeah, it? Yeah, through my family. Actually, my 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 cousin Carlos, um, he just gave me all the music on his iPod. Uh-huh. Whatever was in his Apple Music, just transferred into my Apple Music, just uh-huh. into my iPod, and that was honestly the only music I would really listen to aside from when. You know, uh, Apple even came out with iPods. Mm -hmm. I grew up listening to, you know, Shy. And if I 
you know, mm -hmm. ever fall. I love that so much. That's one of my favorite songs. And so Boys good. to Men, Cisco, Frankie J. All the classics yeah. from like 90s, <laughs> 2000s. Yeah, I feel that. Um, yeah. So are you still close with that cousin, Carlos? Oh that... yeah. Yeah. I love Carlos. And He's just back home in Jersey. Do you see him often? Whenever I'm in Jersey, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And what about your brother? Like he actually came along today. Yeah, he came along today. He, he actually is still based in Jersey. I'm trying to convince him to come out here. Does he not want to? Um, he just, he's comfortable over there, you know, he, mm -hmm. he has plans, he has his friends, like, it, like I said earlier, it's not easy to just get up and go and yeah. make something of yourself without the people you really, you know, kind of, sort of, are just comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Having to make new friends, yeah. new business partners. What does he do right now? since he's not here. He cuts hair, he's a barber. Oh, sick, so he followed in your mom's footsteps. My mom's footsteps. That's cool. He wants to open up a cafe he was telling me about. He's, yeah. He loves to eat, that uh -huh. boy could eat. <laughs> um, but yeah. What was your personality like when you were in high school? Like, what were your grades like or Terrible. Really? Terrible. Um, always terrible. Uh-huh. Um, I wasn't a terrible person. I was a great kid. Um, I, I just wasn't that great in school. Mm-hmm. Um, hello. How are you? How are you? <laughs> who are you? Justin, Justin Love. Justin Love, are you like, tell me who you are, because I have a feeling you've got that swag. <laughs> swag, okay. Never want to separate, separate, think about us having babies. Girl, I'll be done for that. I like that part. Mm -hmm. That's nice. I want to be your backup singer. When I see you. <laughs> Sing to me. Wait, wait. Let me just wait. Girl, I thank wait. God that wait. I'm alive. Wait, where's my keep phone? Going. <laughs> oh, baby, when I see your face. Girl, I thank God that you're mine. God bless. Have a Bye. good one. Bye. I know when you were like in high school, college-ish, mm -hmm. your dad was saying like he didn't want you to go to like New York a bunch or anything like that. Yeah, um, I mean he wasn't very fond of New York, um, but I mean I always made my way out there. Mm -hmm. um, you know when my parents were going through their, their little breakup or whatever, I would just leave and let them go through their mm -hmm. whatever the fuck they were going through. Um, and I would go to New York. I found this this guy, Kurt. God bless Kurt. Um, that would, you know, he just believed in me. I was I, mm -hmm. the only person that really would allow me to just record for free. You know, that's awesome. So he he was he's a, he's an amazing producer, um, an amazing engineer, and, and uh, he inspired me a lot. You know, mm -hmm. so it was that was just a perfect getaway for me. It's not like I was out on the street selling drugs or some shit. Yeah, I was just escaping to just do music. You know, how old were you when all that was happening with your parents anyway? Seventeen, eighteen. That's a hard time because you're like old enough to understand like oh, everything. Exactly. That's happening. I mean, luckily, luckily enough, um, I have a great head on my shoulders. You know. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I've, I've had a great head on my shoulders throughout my whole life, thankful for my parents. So it was just their time to just do their thing and, I, you know, it, affect me, it, it affected me in a more positive way than rather, like, 
I wasn't even really stressed about it, you know? Mm -hmm. I knew they, they would figure it out. I knew they were grown and they would just get through this, you know? You went to college, um, where'd you go? I went to Bergen Community College. If I'm not mistaken, that's the best community college in, in the country. How yeah. do you know that? Um, I would just hear it a lot from a lot of the professors. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going based off of the professor's word. Okay, got it. And you studied music business? <laughs> music business, yeah. That was the first time I ever had good grades <laughs> when I studied music business. Because you're studying what you're passionate about. Yeah, and um, and then I just dropped out. Mm -hmm. I, I just, just, school just wasn't for me. Um, I wanted to put 1,000% focus into my music career. Mm -hmm. And as I did that, um, it worked. Yeah. It really worked out for the better. I told my dad, I was like, look, if in a year I can't get my following up, if in a year I can't get enough people to support and push what I do, then I'll go back to school. Mm -hmm. And within the year, I gained over 100,000 followers. Um, I gained a huge fan base. You know, anywhere I would go back home, like, you know, I would have fans around asking me for autographs. Like, I really mm -hmm. felt what it was like to just be somebody. And I knew that if I just kept that pushing, like, it'll only get bigger and better. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm just happy that God gave me the strength to be able to do so. Yeah. Because I was very nervous telling my father that I did not want to be going to school anymore. Especially since he wanted you to focus so much on yeah, school. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, growing up, I sucked at school. You know, luckily I hit college and and I was I was good, but mm -hmm. it still just wasn't for me. Yeah, I don't I don't like people telling me what to do unless it's going to benefit me. And like me studying science isn't benefiting me. Me studying math and only numbers isn't benefiting me. Just because you know what you're supposed to do with your I know career. what I'm supposed to do, yeah. you know, like, shit, teach me banking, like, well, I, like, I need to learn about my bank account, I need to learn stocks, I need to learn anything that's gonna make me protect my money and make more money. I feel you like know? that's just a general American thing, like, you know, like, we don't get taught how to do our taxes. Yeah, shit. all that, nobody saw that. Sorry. Okay. It's caught on camera. I can't even cut that out, because it was, like, in the middle of conversation, <laughs> whatever, it's fine. <laughs> But yeah, like we don't get taught like how to do anything like major yeah, like, in life. I get it. We were like singing at like four years old, right? And like yeah. <laughs> songwriting at ten and yes. producing when you got older. Like, what's it been like to go from like having music in your like whole life, but like now doing it professionally? Um, I always fight to make sure that that no one can turn this into a work field. Interesting. Um, because it's never been that way for me. It's always been an outlet for my emotions, whether I'm happy, sad, mm -hmm. stressed. Um, you know, me and my manager, you know, go back and forth about it all the time, you know? Like, branding is really important, and I'm, I'm just now learning how to, you know, do things and curate certain things around my brand and understand what my brand is. Yeah. Um, but I'm a hustler, like I like I like learning about that stuff, you know, mm -hmm. especially if it's gonna better me as a as an artist and a and, and a creative and a person. Mm -hmm. Um 
as long as that doesn't interrupt my creative process, I'm good. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I always fight to make sure that my creative process is always productive yeah. and always fun. Got and it. I'm always loving it, you know? Yeah. When you were making music, mm -hmm. like you actually had a sugar mama, right? Actually had a sugar mama. Um, Can you tell me about that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had, I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a sugar mama. I was, I was speaking that into existence. Okay, so what was through it? Through a song. Uh -huh. um, and then I also had women that just took care of me um, whenever I needed something, you know? So isn't that a sugar mama? It is whatever <laughs> you want to call that, love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like? Like having like other people like help support you? It felt good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean what, I, what man wouldn't want that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Be taken um, care of while you do music. And yeah, and it's not like I made anybody do anything, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, some people just really care about me, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So what advice would you give to someone who's like getting started in the industry? Like, I remember reading that what you've like recommended is for people to set goals and to like forget like any haters. Like, do you think that's still relevant? Um, I, as much as we all love love, the, the, the one love you need to focus on is yourself, right? True. So, in the midst of working, right, you can't pay attention too much to how many people show love and to how many people show hate. Mm -hmm. It's really important to just stay focused and stay tunnel visioned, you know, and just work on whatever you need to work on. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people can go downhill by being loved too much yeah stop working um spending their money you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and spending a lot of shit on the wrong shit um yeah i mean and then hate can just hate can either drown you or just turn you into somebody that you're that you're not you know and just because of how hurt you are you, you'll come off as arrogant, mm -hmm. ignorant, you know? True. So you got a lot of attention from like Nicki Minaj in yeah, the past. Nikki. What was it like getting? I just, I, honestly, the video was just a joke. I just got like a ring light uh -huh. and I felt very light skinned and I was, <laughs> I was just feeling myself and, and I made a video of, of uh, just singing one of, one of her songs with Yo Gotti. Mm -hmm. uh, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Uh -huh. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I guess she felt the need that to post it on her page. I woke up the next day and the shit went viral mm -hmm. all over the place. <laughs> That's wild. But um, yeah, that was crazy. Um, so other than getting like attention from like mm -hmm. Nikki, like some highlights in your career have been like getting a nomination for a Grammy. Yeah, Focus, her. Yeah. Um, her, I mean, Focus got a lot of attention. Like Rihanna mm -hmm. uh, posted posted a nice, pretty slow motion video of herself uh -huh. uh, vibing to the record. Who else? Um, Tiana Taylor. Mm -hmm. You know that song resonated with a lot of dope women in the industry for sure. Mm -hmm. It was Jermaine Dupri's favorite record on the album. You know, so it was a good feeling knowing that you know something that I had some type of efforts yeah. in like. 
did something like that to certain people, you know? Mm -hmm. um, what was like the best thing that you've learned in the industry so far? Um, the best thing. To not be so emotional. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? I'd be so emotional. Like, certain things can really upset certain artists, and you just don't want to burn any bridges with certain mm -hmm. people because you'll never know when you'll come across them again um, or ever need them, you know? So it's just really important to just keep your relationships, and no matter how upset you might get, and just, you know, like, I'm emotional. I like to react. Mm -hmm. I like to talk to people face to face if we have a problem, you know? Mm -hmm. So just that's learning. not always the best that's not always the best thing, you know, because mm -hmm. you know, this industry can be a bit shysty and you just can't act out. You just mm -hmm. gotta act accordingly, you know? It's just part of maturing and exactly. getting more professional. Absolutely. That's fair. Um, how do you think your music's changed in since the past well I mean you've been songwriting since you were mm -hmm. like ten, so yeah, I've been right like look I was just writing for fun. I was mm -hmm. just writing to impress the people around me in my friend group. Mm -hmm. So you brought up Sugar Mamas before and stuff. Like, I just knew it was, like, to me, it was just funny, you know? And um, I was young. I was, mm -hmm. in a, I was in a young mind when I wrote that. I definitely wouldn't bring up Sugar Mamas again. Uh -huh. uh, but, you know, now I just really like to keep a lot of my stuff very love-based mm -hmm. and fun-based, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You've talked about in, like, your interviews about, like, your work ethic and, like, you worked for your birthday. I, I did. On your birthday. Yeah, Tell I me did. about that. Um, well, I mean, like I said, music is my outlet, like, for, for any, any of my emotions. When I'm feeling, I just like being in the studio. I'm a studio rat. If I could be mm -hmm. in the studio every day, like, I would. You know, when I have, when I have my own big house, I'm gonna have my own big studio in mm -hmm. this own big house of mine. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it's definitely um, just in my nature to just, do music wherever I am. Even if I wasn't at the studio, I'd probably have my headphones in somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, I'd definitely be writing something. Like I ha In my head, I just have a lot of work to do, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I love to write, I love to produce, and I love to sing, and I love to record. So when you love all of those things, it's really hard to just stay away from it for so long. Yeah. I need music all the time. I can't even, like, I can't even think, yeah. like, I can't even, like, imagine myself without music for a day. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I'd go crazy. Your dad should have listened to, like, the signs when you were in school and, yeah, right. like, should have been just, like, I'm going to let my son do music forever. Yeah, I mean, but he was never really into that, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's hard for someone who just doesn't understand or has never really experienced the music business side yeah. of things that's fair to really you know just know how to inspire someone about it and know? to just be like yeah sure go do what mm -hmm. you want yeah i get that what he did do he, he did buy me speakers and a computer okay. and a piano to at least start and stay off and out the streets you know so he's super supportive yeah like, i mean yeah. at least at least he supported it you know mm -hmm. cool 
Um, how would you say you've changed, like, in general, like, in life in the past couple of years? Um, I've definitely matured. I know what I want to talk about now. Um, back to my brand, like, like I said, I, I'm definitely going to start keeping it love-based mm -hmm. and fun-based, you know, R&B and pop, and you'll, you'll hear a bunch of hip-hop features here and there, but, um, I'm very woke now, you know, I'm, I'm enlightened to a point where I know where to put my energy and I know where to protect my energy. Mm -hmm. So I've just matured, you know, yeah. and um, I thank life and God for that. Yeah. Are you like super religious at all or I'm not religious spiritual? at all. Yeah, I'm very spiritual. I believe in God and I love God. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm not religious. What would you say are like some of the biggest challenges you faced? Not knowing the music business and having uh -huh. to go through it and deal with it firsthand. Went through a lot of struggles. Um, signing contracts that I had no mm -hmm. clue about. My first um, management team sucked. My first production team sucked. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Uh-huh. And um, I thank them for that because now I know what I'm doing. Like you learned from it. Now yeah. I know what a good team is. Now mm -hmm. I know what's right for me. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for them being as terrible as they were, um, I wouldn't know what's good for me. And I'm just thankful. Mm -hmm. What would you say that love means to you? Everything. Love is everything. Um, love. Love is unconditional. Love is God. Love is a lesson. Love hurts. Love loves. Love is everything, you know? Love fills a really big pocket. It's almost mm -hmm. like, not even a pocket, it's like a Santa Claus bag. Uh -huh. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, but love is love, man. Love is love. There, there's no exact definition. Yeah. That's just, those are just my words of love. What do you want to be remembered by when you die? My passion, how passionate and how hard working I am and how much I love, how much I help people, you yeah. know? Um, that's it, you know? I, I want to die a legend. I want to die knowing that I put my all into what I love, mm -hmm. and I help people do the same. That's awesome. Thank you for being on Sidewalk Talk. Sidewalk Talk, Justin Love, let's get it. See you.
certain sobering things in 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 the music industry that will kind of make you feel like I'm successful and there's ones that will make you feel like you're a king so mm -hmm. you just got to fake the rough with this move yeah we have I'd say we're successful yeah right? and, and like stupidly lucky to be able to do it dubstep took a dip and like our own country where, where it's from wouldn't play it on the radio you know it, it was getting no love so for for Josh to have kind of kept playing dubstep even in all of that climate mm. you, know, you, you know when you could have been playing house and other things you know and I'm not naming names I'm not chatting shit I'm just saying like there's a certain amount to be said for acts that don't you know stray too far from the path of the cause so like I always say the same band comes back to them every time but Iron Maiden have done the same record for like 35 years it's always the same branding it's the same type of tunes it's it's like that's why they're they're still relevant and they're still big today and still selling sh shows out because you know they've given their fan base exactly what they want so once you have a fan base which most of have it's really important to not alienate them or push them away and give them stuff that they they don't want or or, or are interested in you know, yeah. you, you know but at the same time is playing to like the people that make you a band you got to keep yourself happy and mm -hmm. fulfilled so it's it's a balance yeah I love balance. this. Yeah, thank you so much. No worries, no worries. <laughs> Bye.